Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this iteration of Faster Than a Stand-Up. I'm Brent Lamont. I'm Mark Kerbel. I'm Patrick Dodd. So joining us today are Lisa Klein and Veit Richter from SAP S4 HANA's Agile Center of Excellence. Hello. Hi. <laughs> so today we're going to have a conversation about Agile and communities of practice. And the reason why I wanted to get this group together is that you're all organizers of and or facilitate communities of practice within SAP. And I thought it'd be a good conversation to start having. So Patrick, I always like to start with you. What's a community of practice? So community of practice is a collection of individuals um, that get together and they're usually based on a similar discipline and the communities are gathered for a variety of reasons. They can be gathered to complete a mission. They can be gathered to uh, network with each other. They can be gathered to um, transfer knowledge. Uh, essentially, what, what the community of practice is, is it's, it's, it's a group that is built to, um, to, to fulfill a purpose with people that uh, are on a similar path. Right on. So, Mark, what do you think the biggest value that you get out of a COP is? Continuous improvement and learning, I think. I mean, go to a class, learn the basics, go to a COP, learn practical experience. You know, one of the things that we find is like, let's take a, a user stories class. People go through the class and they understand the basics, but they hit things in their daily work where they say, man, I don't know how to handle this. COP is where you take that further and sit with people that have more experience or maybe less experience. They ask you those questions where you say, man, I don't know, <laughs> but you, you come together as a group and, and you rise as a group. I, th I think it's the rising tide uh, causes all the boat, the boats to float. All boats. Yeah. So yeah, whatever that quote is, but uh, I think that's what the COP is about. Right on. So Vite, tell me a little bit about what you think a, good community practices versus a not good community practice. Yeah, um, so basically we are uh, we are experiencing a lot of different COPs and how they're uh, being facilitated right now. And uh, especially like uh, Mark just said, it's uh, uh, people come together and they share their experience, uh, experiences they had over the time and they try to um, elaborate what they learned in the training or stuff like that and trying to get uh, better together. So if, you, um, if we come into a um, community of practice where you really um, notice that every participant is not only a participant, but also bringing value and bringing wisdom into the group with good questions, with uh, good answers and so on and so on, um, this is usually uh, something I, I would say is a good COP. So um, stuff like lean coffee format and um, not uh, doing everything from the front of the room, so to speak, is uh, a really cool idea. And those who are mostly where, where there's one person, most uh, mostly the, the one who invited everyone, is taking 80% or more of the speaking time. Yeah, that's maybe not the best COP, but could be a valuable COP as well. But maybe not the, the, the best one for the whole community, right? Right, right. So Lisa, walk me through. So Vite brought up Lean Coffee. Give me another example of a way you'd run a COP. 
so we have one where we actually do more the lecture thing. If I just said is more the bad way to do it. But we talked to the community and we had a lot of people that said, well, we, we lack a lot of information like insights into how to write user stories or how to do a great retrospective and these information bites. Um, so we thought, okay, we still call it a community of practice, even if it's not the typical approach. Um, Another one is the one we do with some other agile practitioners where we just meet and talk. <laughs> so we don't have I've been to that one. real purpose there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just, so the main focus of that one for me, honestly, is networking, um, get to know each other, talk about experiences as agile coaches or scrum masters, POs. So we welcome everyone. We, we so I like we that. did a hybrid approach to, to both of your kind of ends of the spectrum, which is when we did, so Patrick started with um, the lean coffee approach for the COPI took over, which was for the product owners. And if everybody's new, they either don't know what they want to talk about, or they are certainly not going to be the center point of that conversation. And, you know, they're not, they're not very secure in what they're saying anyway. So they're not going to say, hey, let's all vote on this thing I don't know much about. On the other hand, we found the lecture stuff didn't work very well either because we have a thing called lunch and learn, which is the lecture thing. So, and one other thing that we uh, discovered is Patrick had really good uptake in the security one, but then the person who was leading it was in the security group. So spoke from authority. The COP for the product owners did not have that. So I found someone who would do it. So that he's kind of the figurehead. And then the hybrid approach is Every time we do it, we have a general theme and we say, we're going to talk about this. And he goes on for about 10 minutes or maybe 15, talks a little bit about it and then opens up the floor to anybody who wants to talk. And we say, feel free to talk about anything else that you want to, if there's something pressing. Um, the dot com thing or the dot com, the uh, dot vote, the dot vote thing also took forever. We would spend. 25 minutes of an hour with people trying to come up with ideas and, and dot voting on them. So, because people were new to that. So maybe we should have had a session on how to do dot voting. <laughs> but, but, so we, we found the middle ground, which is pick a theme, tell people ahead of time, they can self-select whether they're interested or not, come up with some ideas beforehand. That seems to work the best. Yeah, so, dynamic. yeah go ahead, Patrick. Oh, sorry, I was going to say that the dynamic definitely changes too, based on, like you said, the seniority of the group and, and how often the group has been doing whatever discipline it is. Uh, for example, the uh, in, in the Scrum Master community of practice for Concur, uh, we have a morning and an afternoon session because of time zones. And those actually differ in dynamic greatly because um, the uh, uh, in, in, in the in the afternoon community of practice Pacific time, um the the group is a little bit more seasoned they've been doing it for a while and so there's much more back and forth and there's there's it, it's much more of a, of a community discussion but in the morning group there's a lot of folks uh, from the bangalore office who have just started being a scrub master and so uh working with them they they're like we uh we we, we don't know like we, we we want some information you know 
know, what are, uh, can, can you please impart some knowledge to us? And so the mission's a little bit different. And so I do end up talking a lot more in the morning one because it's much more of a transfer of information and just kind of getting people started versus the afternoon, which is, you know, that's all moved together type of a thing. Yeah, the product, well, the product versus uh, um, the coaches uh, COP, the dynamic there is different. Product owner was, it was tough to get things started. <laughs> Coaches was it was tough to get people to shut up. Shut like, up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you know, it's like how do you get oxygen to leave a room quickly? Throw a bunch of coaches in there. So, Vite, works. I, right. So, Vite, walk me through how you guys organize the COP because the one that I attended. Uh, you guys actually do dot voting and you have a backlog of items that you go through. Ah, you mean our uh, the training COP or the yes. HR workshop COP? Yeah. yeah. So uh, basically, when we started with uh, this COP, which is kind of anti-COP, like I said in the beginning, yeah. um, we spoke about um, the product vision statement from Geoffrey Moore. So if you are invited to the session, there are two things in there. The first thing is the product vision uh, statement which just says why should you come to the COP what is in there for you but what should you also bring with you so um, it's a on the one thing why should I come a motivational thingy and on the second step it's uh, we introduce the uh, law of two feet in there so if you have the feeling that you will not be able to bring any value to the COP or take value from the COP please don't come and if you're in the COP and during uh, the COP session, you notice exactly that, that you don't get any value out of that, you can leave and that's completely fine. And please don't write into the chat, okay, sorry, I need to leave. Uh, it's completely fine, just just, just go away, that's perfect. And uh, so to get all of this uh, starting, um, we took, we thought about what could be interesting topics for the for the group. Uh, so we don't have to make a huge collection of ideas beforehand. And we brought up like, these are 20, 20 different sessions, something like that. Yeah, not more. Yeah, Yeah. so 20 different session ideas on what we could bring in there, what we could uh, make a workshop on. And then just ask the, the participants to do some dot voting on there. And after the first and uh, um, now the second uh, time it was hosted, um, people started writing new ideas, what they wish for, what they could bring in there, and it's getting some. So it's it's running on its own uh, right now already because uh, there's a lot of uh, people asking when will be the next uh, time and what will be in there. But the topics themselves are always uh, put together by the participants. So. I was asked what will be there on the uh, at the COP HR workshop next time, and I said I have no clue at all because we will uh, wait for your votes, and only at lunchtime I can tell you what uh, there will be on the plate for the next time. So it's uh, other kind of concept, so to speak. Yeah. Right. Right. So. And we also try oh. to. Yeah, we also try not to necessarily present it ourselves. So we're like the backup presenters, but we try to find people out of the community who take over the topics so that we always have different people telling their their opinion and their that was way. That for us. That's why, we, that's why we picked in the SOP one person who was a product owner 
who came forward with themes because it was so difficult to get people to say, oh, I'll take that on and, and get in front of the group. Right. Mm -hmm. well, so right. I think that's, that's yeah, actually a good true. thing to talk through is the logistics of it, right? So I think what we're going to do is we're going to have that as a starting spot for our next episode because we're going to do a second episode on this topic. So until next time, I'm Brent. I'm Mark. I'm Patrick. I'm Lisa. And I'm Fight. Until the next iteration, you can give us a rating at your podcast provider, shoot us an email at info at fasterthanastandup.com, or find us on Twitter at Faster Stand Up. Thanks for listening. And that was Faster Than Stand Up. <laughs>